Hello and welcome to Hyatt Report and this is your host Omar Hyatt. As I was scrolling through my Twitter feed this morning, I came across tweets claiming that Press TV's websites, which is an Iranian news channel, were seized by the US. And I'm someone who do not usually just believe everything I read on social media. And that's just how I am. I do not believe everything I read online because it could be anyone um especially in this day and age anyone can write anything and say anything and most likely get away with anything online so i am very weary of what i read online and um what i consume online um so naturally what i did i de- i actually decided to do some research so obviously the first thing I did was I, I, I actually went to PressTV.com um, to check out whether all these screenshots that were on my Twitter feed were indeed correct. And um, um, so when I did go to PressTV.com, um, there I found a message that read, quote, the domain PressTV.com has been seized by the United States government in accordance with a seizure warrant issued pursuant to blah, blah, blah by the Bureau of Industry and Security, Office of Export Enforcement and Federal Bureau of Investigation, unquote. Again, I thought this could just be some hackers trying to provoke two countries who have been at odds for decades. Um, I mean, I'm sure everyone in the world knows that Iran and the US have been feuding since, what, 1979 now, since the Iranian revolution. Um, So I thought it must be just some hackers who are trying to provoke Iranians against the Americans. Um, And I just wanted to do my due diligence, right? So the the next thing I did... I actually then went to the U.S. Department of Justice's website, which is also called DOJ in America. Um, And there I found a statement that was dated Tuesday, the 22nd of June, 2021. And in that statement, DOJ indeed announced seizing 33 websites used by the Iranian Islamic Radio and Television Union Um, in short, IRTVU. And just for the context, in October 2020, when Donald Trump was still the president of the US, um, Office of Foreign Assets Control of the US Department of Treasury, which is also called OFAC in short, and administers and enforces economic and trade sanctions based on US foreign policy and national security goals, Um, designated IRTVU as a quote-unquote specially designated national. Um, Again, specially designated national in short is SDN. Um, And the reasoning behind designating IRTVU as an SDN was that IRTVU was quote-unquote attempting to influence elections in the United States. Now, you may ask, what is an SDN and how designating an organization or an individual an SDN 
would have any impact on that individual or an organization, right? Um, so first of all, according to US Department of the Treasury, SDNs are, quote, individuals and companies owned or controlled by or acting for or on behalf of targeted countries, unquote. And of course, in this case, the targeted country is Iran because Iran has been under US sanctions for decades. And the SDN is IRTVU for allegedly acting on behalf of Iran to, quote, subvert US democratic processes, unquote. And under the US law, SDNs are prohibited from obtaining services, including website and domain services in the United States without an OFAC license. Um, so the websites that Press TV was using were hosted in the US. So using this law, um, the US Department of Justice um, seized Press TV's websites. Um, and so basically, they've seized about 33 websites that they claim were maintained and operated by um, IRTVU and hosted in the US. Um, now, in addition to seizing these 33 websites, the US DOJ also seized three additional websites which were allegedly operated by Kataib Hezbollah, which is a designated foreign terrorist organization by US State Department, and an SDN by OFAC since July 2009. However, it's important to also call out that Iran's foreign ministry spokesperson refuting American claims said that this act of website seizure by the US was a quote-unquote systematic effort to disrupt freedom of expression and make silent the independent voices in media spaces. Um, and he also stated that Iran would follow up the case um, via legal channels. Now, I just want to I just want to comment on this statement, right? It's important to um, comment on it. So it's interesting that this um, foreign ministry spokesperson, Iranian foreign ministry um, spokesperson, um, stated um, that this act of the US seizing websites was a quote-unquote systematic effort to disrupt freedom of ex expression I'm pretty sure um, the context in which he's talking is um, is the Palestinian conf uh, context, right? So um, Iran claims or portrays, or at least portrays itself as very pro-Palestinian or pro-Palestine. And as such, you can see that in their... Um, uh, news uh, news coverage as well. So press TV is obviously um, a state television in Iran, um, and therefore you'll when you watch reporting from from press TV, you will often see a narrative from the Palestinian side. Um, and press TV, I, I think at some stages on Twitter or somewhere, I read some of their tweets. They very openly claim that um, they're against Zionists um, and they're very pro-Palestine. Um, 
not necessarily in those words, but you can you can get the gist of it when you read their tweets or when you read their articles, when you see what kind of people they invite on their shows. I'm not saying that's a good or a bad thing. I'm not taking any sides. I'm just calling out that that seems to be the theme with press TV, right? They portray themselves as um, a as a news channel who is pro Palestine and is providing a counter narrative to Western mainstream media, and also um, Iran countries like Iran um, see themselves or call themselves as axis of uh, resistance. Now this is a wordplay on what George Bush called them in early 2000. So if you remember, uh, soon after 9-11 happened in one of the speeches, George Bush, George W. Bush called Iran and a few other countries as axis of evil. So playing on those words, now these countries refer to themselves as axis of resistance, right? Um, and, and, they also use their news channels to portray that image. And that is what is happening here. So in this statement, Iran's foreign ministry spokesperson is portraying press TV as a channel um, that speaks um, freely and provides a counter narrative. I'm sure there is some hyperbole in there and there's some exaggeration in there. Um, But there are some elements which some might argue are true. Um, So I just wanted to elaborate and explain what he might be referring to when he said um, that this, um, this action by the US DOJ of seizing Press TV's websites was quote unquote, a systematic effort to disrupt freedom of expression. So by freedom of expression, most likely he's referring to what the Press TV has been putting out in terms of Palestine, in terms of Syria. Um, And what what this guy is pretty much saying is by by shutting down or by taking over these websites, the US is playing a systematic role in disrupting freedom of speech. Look, in my honest opinion, the timing of the seizure of websites by the US seems a little more than just enforcing sanctions, right? It appears to me that this is a pressure tactic by the US on Iran. Because Iran just had its presidential elections and elected a hardliner, Ibrahim Raisi, who has been quoted as saying that unlike Hassan Rouhani, he won't put all his eggs in one basket. By that, he obviously meant he won't just rely on JCPOA for economic recovery and instead he would form alliances with countries in the region and elsewhere and potentially develop domestic economy. Also, um, if America's goal was to enforce sanctions, it could have done that last year, soon after designating IRTVU as an SDN. To me personally, it appears that Biden administration is now sending a message to Iran's government um, before the next um, Iranian administration takes over. Um and and wants to demonstrate that the US is still in charge. 
On a side note, what I also struggle to understand is that since Hillary lost US presidential election in 2016, right? The Democrats in the US, I mean, not all of them, but a large portion of Democrats in the US have blamed everyone for that loss but her. Um, for instance, they blamed Russia for meddling in their elections. They alleged that Putin himself ran, quote unquote, disinformation campaigns to sow discord amongst US citizens. Um, so in a way, Democrats in America, again, not all Democrats, but a large portion of Democrats have blamed everyone but Hillary for that loss. And I think it's it's very odd they they believe or the US government believes that any country can just run some disinformation campaign and sow discord amongst US citizens. I don't think that's possible. Like you need to go back and check your systems. You need to go back and check where you're going wrong. Obviously, people buy into disinformation campaigns if they don't trust the systems they've got, if they don't trust the media they've got, right? I mean, just imagine, why would a person from Texas or Iowa would believe in what an Iranian news channel is saying? I think they would only believe that if they didn't already have trust in their media. So I think Americans need to do some soul searching in general, right? They need to go back and review what went wrong without actually trying to blame people. I'm sure Russia um, tried to run some campaigns here and there, or Iran tried doing that. I mean, I'm sure there are a lot of countries who would want to do that. Um, In fact, there are countries like Saudi Arabia and there are countries like Qatar, there are countries like UAE who spend money in millions and billions, not billions, but millions. They spend money on all these lobbying firms who then in Washington lobby on behalf of these governments. So I'm pretty sure every country in the world, because America is a superpower, wants to influence in some shape or form, the outcome of American foreign policy, right? Obviously, every country would want to do that. Um, Now, it's up to America to do what it does best, reflect, understand why Hillary lost the election. I'm pretty sure It had something to do with her not being able to connect with voters. Maybe she didn't offer the kind of policies that people were looking for. Um, Maybe it's got something to do with her being part of the whole Clinton era where Bill Clinton outsourced a lot of good paying jobs to China and Mexico and India. I'm pretty sure it, it's, it, it's got... Anyway, I'm not going to comment any further on what America needs to do, but I think it's, it's just pitiful. It's, it's just a pity thing to blame Russia, Iran, and everybody else under the sun and not 
blame the person who lost the election. I mean, the natural thing to do um, is, for example, right? Brexit happened, David Cameron resigned. Um, here in Australia, um, Labor lost the last um, uh, federal election. Bill Shorten resigned and somebody else became um, the leader of the party. So that's what happens. Um, I just I just don't understand how American politics work. It, to me, it just sounds bizarre that they would blame everybody under the sun but themselves. But I think enough digressing, coming back to the topic, I think this whole seizure tactic was a... Um, was... Um, done um, by America um, to send a message to Iran that America is still in charge and America is back.